Hi, it's Bridget Todd, host of There Are No Girls on the Internet. Listen, technology has made our lives easier in some ways, but it's also made us homebodies, scrolling mindlessly. Well, you get the point. Let Rails to Trails Conservancy unstick you from home. When you get out on a trail and get to walking, you'll feel so good. Trust me. You'll see that being out on the trail is so much more than a day outside. It's good for your soul. Get ideas for getting outside on the trail from Rails to Trails Conservancy, the nation's largest trails, walking, and biking advocacy organization. Visit railstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. One of my favorite conversations I've ever had on There Are No Girls on the Internet is with a writer who was targeted and harassed online about how she continues to stay safe while doing visible work on the Internet. Without missing a beat, she said, anybody worried about online harassment should sign up for Delete Me. I signed up for Delete Me right then and there, and I personally recommend it to anyone. Sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted and their experts take it from there. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now at a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and use promo code nogirls at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and enter code nogirls at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash nogirls, code nogirls. There Are No Girls on the Internet is a production of iHeartRadio and Unbossed Creative. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is There Are No Girls on the Internet. So we have a little news on the slow downfall of the platform formerly known as Twitter. Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has been let back on Twitter after being banned from the social media platform, and honestly, most social media platforms, for the last five years. Back when Elon Musk first took over Twitter, he started letting a bunch of people who had been previously banned back on, including Donald Trump. And when he was asked if he'd be letting Alex Jones back on, he said that he would never do that because he had a baby that passed away and he would never allow someone who profited from lies about dead children, which Alex Jones did about Sandy Hook, back on the platform. Tucker Carlson, formerly a Fox News host who I guess now hosts some kind of a show on Twitter, did a 90-minute interview with Alex Jones, where Jones returning to Twitter came up. It was really clear that Alex Jones wants to be back on social media. And I guess this whole conversation about him coming back to Twitter must have changed Elon Musk's mind. Because Elon Musk did one of those easily gamified, totally unscientific polls on Twitter, asking people whether or not Alex Jones should be left back on the platform. Side note, I just have to say, I hate it when Elon Musk does those polls. 
It seems like an attempt to put the onus of whatever he wants to do on the people who vote and then blame them for driving the direction of his business. Like, totally spineless. Anyway, the choice to let Alex Jones back on Twitter does not bode well for the platform. And it feels like just another signal that the platform is being overrun by the worst types of grifters, liars, and scam artists. Just like back when Elon Musk was promoting anti-Semitism, it feels like a new low for the platform where people, not to mention advertisers, just don't want to be associated with it anymore. Because Musk did not just let Alex Jones back on Twitter, oh no, he rolled out the digital red carpet for him by hosting a Twitter Spaces on Sunday that included former Trump national security advisor Michael Flynn, alleged sex trafficker Andrew Tate, and presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy who might have actually gone to the bathroom without muting during the spaces. Gross. So during Elon Musk's conversation on Twitter spaces with Alex Jones, Alex Jones seemed to imply that the statements that got him booted from pretty much every social media platform out there were either taken out of context or deep fakes. The whole thing really just did not bode well. When Musk asked Jones about his comments about Sandy Hook, he really just downplayed it like it wasn't a big deal saying, I had a very small operation and I did not even understand how powerful I was. And so in that event, the school shooting, which I do believe happened 11 years ago, the internet exploded and it was the top story and went on for years. All these professors and former school safety people, all of them said that they believed it was a drill and I was simply covering that. So I do not think that we should be letting Alex Jones completely rewrite history in a way that obscures his culpability for the way that he made a fortune lying about people who lost their babies in Sandy Hook. And Elon Musk might accept Alex Jones' lies that he basically had nothing to do with calling Sandy Hook a hoax, but we don't have to buy that, especially since there are receipts. Like, he was found liable in court. This man shamelessly lied about Sandy Hook, the kids who lost their lives, and the parents and family who grieved those losses to fatten his own pockets. He was sued by the families for it, And all during the trial, sat on the stand and continued to lie about it. Today, Alex Jones owes the Sandy Hook families $1.5 billion. And so far, he's not really paying up. He tried to weasel out of it by declaring bankruptcy. On his show, he called the amount that he was ordered to pay, quote, hilarious, and said, do these people really think they're getting their money? So here's our breakdown of what happened in that trial. And I'm rerunning it in the hopes that it serves as a reminder of exactly what kind of person Alex Jones is, and an example of what kind of person Elon Musk thinks should be elevated and given a platform on Twitter. So here's our episode from 2022, all about the many lies of Alex Jones. Something we talk about a lot on this podcast are the ways that people who traffic in things like lies, conspiracy theory, and disinformation are oftentimes doing it because it makes them money. It's a scam. It's a grift. And I think it's important that we frame it this way because I don't think we will ever truly beat disinformation until we make spreading it unprofitable. And right now, spreading lies for profit is a booming business. Just ask Alex Jones. So on Thursday, a jury determined that conspiracy theorist InfoWars radio show host Alex Jones will have to pay Scarlett Lewis and Neil Heslin, the parents of a six-year-old child who was shot and killed in the Sandy Hook school shooting, $4.1 million in damages. Now, this is a lot less than what the parents had initially asked for, which was at least $150 million. 
but there's still a chance that he'll have to pay more in punitive damages. This trial was the first of three trials brought by the families of the victims of the shooting. The Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting happened back in 2012 in Newtown, Connecticut. 20 elementary school kids and six school staff were shot and killed. It was a horrific tragedy, and Alex Jones spent the aftermath of that tragedy baselessly and repeatedly claiming that it never happened and that it was staged in order to increase gun control and that the children who lost their lives and the parents who grieved them were actually actors. Well, they're obviously looking for a big PR bonanza and then to bring in all the actors to break down and cry. And I think we're so stupid they even use the same actors as different people. I mean, all I know is we've all seen the footage and maybe they're real parents, whatever, but... When you've got somebody laughing and smiling and want to watch this, and then walking over one, and then starting crying for the cameras. Now, this is a pretty well-worn conspiracy theory. And whenever a mass tragedy like a shooting happens, conspiracy theorists will claim that it didn't really happen and that it was actually a false flag operation. Like you'll see memes falsely claiming that the people who died were actually actors who were later seen performing in the Super Bowl or that an actor has been used in multiple mass shootings. At this point, it's really predictable. I saw the same bogus claims floating around the web after the awful, awful shooting in Texas earlier this year. Now, it's not clear if the Sandy Hook conspiracy theories started with Alex Jones, but the family say that Alex Jones, with his millions of listeners, lit a match and ignited it and turned their lives into a nightmare. Neil Heslin testified that Alex Jones turned his life into a, quote, living hell, and that because of Jones, he'd been harassed and threatened, saying, what was said about me and Sandy Hook itself resonates around the world. As time went on, I truly realized how dangerous it was. My life has been threatened. I fear for my life. I fear for my safety. I can't even describe the last nine and a half years of the living hell that I and others have had to endure because of the negligence and the recklessness of Alex Jones. Now, Alex Jones was caught in multiple lies during the court proceedings. Honestly, it would take way too much time to list through all of them here, but here's a little sampling. At one point, the plaintiff's lawyers asked Jones if he had tried to connect Maya Guerrera Gamble, the judge overseeing the trial, to things like human trafficking and pedophilia, and he said no. And then the lawyer played a clip of him doing exactly that. Jones went on his show and noted that the judge once worked for CPS, or Child Protective Services. Judge Maya Gamble comes from CPS, who has been exposed for human trafficking and working with pedophiles. That's what you mean when you say you're taking this seriously. I take this as serious as cancer. And in one of the more bizarre lies that I have ever seen happen in a courtroom... Jones testified that he searched his own cell phone for any mention of Sandy Hook and that he didn't find anything. So that means he did not give any text messages about Sandy Hook from his phone to the court as evidence because, as he said, there weren't any. But that turned out to be a lie, which was revealed in the most ridiculous way you could ever imagine. Apparently, Jones's attorneys accidentally sent the contents of two years' worth of text messages from his cell phone to the plaintiff's attorney. And then after the plaintiff's attorney did what they were supposed to do and told them this, Alex Jones's attorneys took no action to remedy it. 
So that's how it was determined that there actually were text messages on Jones's phone pertaining to Sandy Hook and that he failed to turn them over to the court as evidence and lied about it. Pretty badly, I should add. Mr. Jones, did you know that 12 days ago, 12 days ago, your attorneys messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone with every text message you've sent for the past two years and when informed, did not take any steps to identify it as privileged or protect it in any way. And as of two days ago, it fell free and clear into my possession. And that is how I know he lied to me. This led the judge to giving Jones a pretty stunning reminder that he is obligated to tell the truth because he's under oath. Which I feel like if the judge in court has to remind you that you can't lie, like something is going wrong. Things are not going your way. You're already under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath twice today in just those two examples. It seems absurd to instruct you again that you must tell the truth while you testify. Yet here I am. You must tell the truth while you testify. This is not your show. You need to slow down and not take what you see as opportunities to further the message you're wanting to further. Let's take a quick break. Hi, it's Bridget Todd, host of There Are No Girls on the Internet. Listen, technology has made our lives easier in some ways, but it's also made us homebodies, scrolling mindlessly. Well, you get the point. Let Rails to Trails Conservancy unstick you from home. When you get out on a trail and get to walking, you'll feel so good. Trust me. You'll see that being out on the trail is so much more than a day outside. It's good for your soul. Get ideas for getting outside on the trail from Rails to Trails Conservancy, the nation's largest trails, walking, and biking advocacy organization. Visit railstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Y'all know I love the internet, but a sad truth about it is that it can be a scary place, especially for women, people of color, and trans folks. We've talked to people on this podcast, whistleblowers, activists, and advocates who are making technology safer, who then become targets for doing that work. But the truth is, it can happen to any of us online. That's why I personally use and recommend Delete Me. Delete Me finds and removes any personal information you don't want online and makes sure it stays off. Sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and use promo code nogirls at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and enter code nogirls at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash nogirls code nogirls. So in 2024, one of my goals is to finally get serious about my finances. It's been kind of a big emotional thing for me. Thinking about money historically has caused me a lot of anxiety and stress because I have a lot of trauma related to money. And if you can relate, if that sounds like you, check out Fearless Finance. Fearless Finance provides on-demand, comprehensive financial planning by the hour. It's a new way to get financial advice without all the headaches, high fees, and commitments that come with traditional financial advisors. Fearless Finance planners don't sell anything. 
No used car salesman vibe here. And that means no concerns about being sold something just for the commission that it earns a rep. Their planners meet you where you are on your financial journey. No judgment, whether you're looking to buy a house, optimize your savings, or just want to make sure your finances are okay. They can answer your questions and help you achieve your goals. No question is too small. No problem is too big. Fearless Finance is making financial advice more affordable and accessible. You meet with your planner virtually, and they charge by the hour. Visit fearlessfinance.com today to get started. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit. And you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use code GIRLS. And we're back. So we're breaking down the Alex Jones trial for a defamation lawsuit brought by the parents of the Sandy Hook school shooting victims and some of the different lies that Alex Jones got caught in during the proceedings. Jones also lied about being bankrupt. Basically, he is being accused of suing himself. According to Reuters, the Sandy Hook family said that the company could not be trusted to make accurate statements about its finances and that Jones took $62 million from the company while burdening it with $65 million in, quote, fabricated debt owed to a company that he himself owns to try to make it seem like he has less money than he actually does to avoid having to pay more in damages. But despite what he might have tried to say in court, Alex Jones actually makes really, really good money telling lies about the families of murdered children. After the plaintiff's attorneys got the contents of his cell phone from that ridiculous mistake that Alex Jones's own lawyer made, Jones had to admit in court that he is not as cash-strapped as he tried to say he was. In fact, he admitted that during some peak periods, the InfoWars store can rake in as much as a whopping $800,000 a day, and that he takes in $300 million annually. Now, Jones has also tried to say that he lost lots and lots of money after being deplatformed from major social media platforms back in 2018. But actually, as Vox points out, contrary to Jones's repeated assertions, he actually became more financially profitable after his company was permanently deplatformed. You might recall that Apple was the first to pull Jones's podcast from their platform, and then other big tech companies like Facebook and Twitter followed suit. And it would not be an episode of this podcast if I didn't get in a little dig at Facebook. After Jones was deplatformed from Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg personally intervened to soften rules to allow his content to continue to be posted on the platform by Jones's followers, according to a report from BuzzFeed. So this is something that I think is really key. Harmful lies, disinformation, and conspiracy theories are lucrative. InfoWars makes a lot of money from peddling harmful conspiracy theories that ruin people's lives, people who were already grieving the most painful loss imaginable, and caused real-world harm in doing so. People like Alex Jones, who traffic in lies, do it in part because it makes them money. They're grifters and scammers, and there is no limit to how low they will stoop, even lies about dead children, to make a profit. And even though this $4.1 million judgment really isn't a lot of money, like it kind of sounds like it might be a drop in the bucket for somebody like Alex Jones, I still do hope that it sends a message that doing this, trafficking in harmful lies that hurt people and ruin people's lives for profit, comes at a cost. And I want to end with some of the most powerful testimony that I think we saw, which came from Scarlett Lewis, Jesse's mom, who spoke directly to Alex Jones in the courtroom. Truth is so vital to our world. Truth 
is what we base our reality on. We have to agree on that to have a civil society. Sandy Hook is a hard truth, hard truth. Nobody would want to ever believe that 26 kids could be murdered. Nobody would ever want to believe that. I understand people not wanting to believe that, actually. I don't want to believe it. Jesse was real. I am a real mom. There's nothing out there, nothing. There's records of Jesse's birth, of, of me. I mean, I have, I have a history, and there's nothing that you could have found because it doesn't exist that I'm deep state. I, it's just not true. I know you know that. That's the problem. I know you know that. And you keep saying it. You keep saying it. Why? Why? For money? Because you've made a lot of money while you've said it. And she's right. Alex Jones has made a lot of money lying about her son and harming her family. And that's really the thing here. Listen, I am glad that the jury awarded Scarlett Lewis and Neil Heslin some money for what Alex Jones put them through because it sounds like hell. And I hope they get even more in punitive damages. Frankly, I hope the families that Alex Jones has hurt take him for everything he's got. But I know that money cannot bring back their son, Jesse. And it can't turn back the clock on the last few years that Alex Jones has spent lying about their son, weaponizing his death, and getting its followers to harass and threaten them. And it can't undo the damage done to all of us. When harmful lies are platformed, it makes us all less safe. We saw this on January 6th. It can empower and embolden really dangerous people. And we cannot have a healthy digital landscape if these kinds of dangerous lies are also profitable because it will just incentivize trafficking in them. Let's build a world where scammers like Alex Jones can't get rich off of peddling the kinds of lies that tore Scarlett and Neil's life apart. We all deserve better. If you're looking for ways to support the show, check out our merch store at tangodi.com store. Got a story about an interesting thing in tech or just want to say hi? You can reach us at hello at tangodi.com. You can also find transcripts for today's episode at tangodi.com. There Are No Girls on the Internet was created by me, Bridget Todd. It's a production of iHeartRadio and Unbossed Creative. Edited by Joey Pat. Jonathan Strickland is our executive producer. Tari Harrison is our producer and sound engineer. Michael Amato is our contributing producer. I'm your host, Bridget Todd. If you want to help us grow, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Bridget Todd, host of There Are No Girls on the Internet. Listen, technology has made our lives easier in some ways, but it's also made us homebodies, scrolling mindlessly. Well, you get the point. Let Rails to Trails Conservancy unstick you from home. When you get out on a trail and get to walking, you'll feel so good. Trust me. You'll see that being out on the trail is so much more than a day outside. It's good for your soul. Get ideas for getting outside on the trail from Rails to Trails Conservancy, the nation's largest trails, walking, and biking advocacy organization. Visit railstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. It's brand new season two. 
I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Pereira. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.